Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today I'm so glad to have you join me here as we consider 1 Timothy chapter 2. And to set up today's passage, I want to ask you if you have if you have a loved one that has yet to trust in Jesus, that maybe you have uh, you've you've stopped praying for them. Maybe this is someone that has been in your life for a long time, and for a long time you've prayed for them, you've asked the Lord to work in their heart, to work in their mind, and maybe in time that situation hasn't changed, and you've become discouraged, you've become frustrated, you've become disheartened, and it's left you just maybe not praying for that person and for their salvation as much as you did in the past. You know, this passage is a passage that, that will encourage us to not give up but actually remember God's heart for those who have yet to trust in Jesus. Let me show you what our passage is today. Today we are in 1 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 6. And here's what the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy. This young pastor, as he instructs him in how to be a pastor, but we receive instruction from this passage uh, about what a pastor should look like, but also how we should live, how we should act, how we should think, and, and how we should pray. So here's what the text says. It says, First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. Now we're going to move on, but, but let's just pause here for a second. It says that we should be praying for all people in different kinds of prayers. We should intercede on their behalf. We should plead on their behalf. We should supplicate. We should ask for things for them. We should be praying and giving thanks for all people. And this even includes praying for kings and all who are in high positions, praying for presidents, praying for governors, praying for senators, uh, state representatives, praying for our mayor, uh, local leaders. We should pray for everyone, but as we pray for leaders, here's what we pray, that they would act in such a way that we would live a, be able to lead, lead a peaceful and quiet life. Really, that they would let us serve the Lord. That they, that they would let Christians in good conscience pursue the things of God. And that we would be able to live godly and dignified lives in every way. This is, so this is good. And it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior. And, and then the text continues. And it says, God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. Well, what is this truth? Well, here's the truth. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Jesus Christ, who God gave as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. Here's what this instructs us. It instructs us to pray for all people. It instructs us to pray for leaders in a country. And then it instructs us to remember that God's desire is that people come to a knowledge of the truth. That they would repent and have faith in Christ. That they would be saved. That they would trust in the one mediator. That they would not trust in other religions. That they would not trust in their own self-righteousness, their own ability to be good enough by trying hard and working diligently at a moral lifestyle. Know that they would recognize there is one mediator. 
There is only one who stands between man in their sinfulness and God and in, in his holiness. In that one mediator, it is the, the God-man, Jesus Christ, the perfect sinless son of God, who God sent to be a ransom. He sent to, to buy us back. He, God sent Jesus, and Jesus accomplished that task on the cross. When Jesus when he died, he, he paid the price for our sins. When he rose, he gave us a way to have new life in him. He, he saved us. And this is God's heart. This is God's desire that all people would come to trust in him. And many have hard hearts. And, and in fact, sometimes we stop praying for those who have hard hearts. But I want to rem remind you, brother or sister in Christ, God's still working. His ways are mysterious to us at times. His spirit does what his spirit does. But we, we are called to continue to pray. We're called to be like the, uh, the diligent widow who is persistent in her asking for justice. We are called to be those who trust that we have a good father and he gives good gifts. He doesn't give a snake to a child that asks for a fish or a, a stone to a child who asks for bread. No, we have a good father and gives good things. And so let's ask for the best thing for our loved ones who, yet to, or who are yet to know Christ. Let's ask for God to work the miracle of salvation in their, their hearts that they would trust in the one mediator. Jesus Christ. This is our ancient way for our modern day.